welcome to my podcast, Louie. Thanks for having me, Al. It's a thrill to be here. Yeah, I thank you for being here. This is the first time I've ever been on a podcast, so... Wow, really? Yeah, you're popping my podcast, Cherry. That's disgusting. Mm -hmm. We don't use that language on this podcast. Sorry. I should have um, gone over the rules beforehand. Well, yeah, that would have been helpful. Um, anyway, this is Al Anonymous. Uh, I forgot what episode number this is. I think it's like 12 or 13. What? I know. I thought I had more too. No, I thought you had like four. Yeah. Well, I've been cranking them out. In really? quarantine, yeah. It's Who do you like, got? It's like, it's crazy. Like Glenn. I recorded yesterday and I have, I just like have the urge to, cr like a craving to pod. Like I crave <laughs> podcasting. You really want to pod all the time now? I love podding. Like I. Would you say you're addicted to it? I could say that. Say it. I'm addicted to podcasting. Yeah, it's step one, right? <laughs> yes, is, is admitting it is. your problem. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, you can get addicted to anything, and sure can. And he, luckily for you listeners, uh, I picked. I, well, I didn't choose this addiction. It addiction chooses you. Is that how it goes? I don't I know. I think it goes. Might as well face it. You're addicted to love. Yeah. That's how it goes. I may as well face it. I'm addicted yeah. to podcasts. Time to face the music. <laughs> um, you can't stop. I can't stop. I can't stop doing it. I need my fix. So I'm glad you can um, provide this like cheap pie for me right now. Or hey. actually, it's less. It's more than a cheap pie. It's yeah. like as soon pure. As, you, as soon as you hit record, I saw your eyes like, <laughs> glass over. Yep. And yep. I just felt terrible. Felt. It just like felt the good gross stuff. Gross inside. I was like, ew. Look at yep. her. Yep. You. Her, like, <laughs> you know, it was just like it was weird. Like like a weird relapse ish. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah um, like she looks alive. Yeah. All of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it changes ew. me. I don't like it at all. Yeah. What if I like podcasting because uh, I become a person that's not actually me? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I like myself better as a podcaster because I can like put this persona on. So I'm not actually me. Maybe that's why I, I don't like, like who I am right now. As you know, like as a um, podcasty, to be honest, well, um, I don't think I'm going to have a problem with this when this is over. I think, you'll, I you'll, think I'll feel relief and maybe even feel a sense of euphoria or get high when we hit the stop. Button. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, I hope. You what if I become addicted to ending podcasts? <laughs> well, what if that's really the rush I'm looking for? Well, ending the podcast is usually a good feeling because one, it's over. And two, it's like, wow, we just did that. Yeah. We just, time to edit. What if it's like <laughs> you, you tie a, a belt around your neck, you know, and then you start to, you know, pleasure yourself and then you do the podcast and just as you come, the podcast ends and that makes Louis? everything so much more, uh, uh, what? I, we, I already said we don't talk. Do children like listen to this? I mean... There's there's um an explic explicit language warning. I'm using English. Okay, all right, fine, fine. <laughs> it's fine. What if you uh, did what you just said, and then at the end, like right as you're I think the about joke to finish, has been is, made. Is, yeah, you're right. Okay. Anyway, so today we are Louis and I are discussing what it means, or we're just generally discussing taking the edge off you know the edge can you um describe can you like put that in your own words what yeah sure the edge well off like is? every morning i have a big cup of coffee and i make it myself mm -hmm. with extra strong beans that white person shit your shit your pants beans mm -hmm. you know from kitten coffee or whatever the fuck i'm getting kitten it from coffee. yeah um it's actually right around the corner but i get it from uh brooklyn kalachi oh, and yes. um who are still open uh, for pickup and I have a, I, I have like two cups you know do I make you it nice grind and your own beans I grind my own uh, beans that's my favorite you know what grinds my beans <laughs> me <laughs> um, I like I, I I make my own coffee from scratch okay and it's strong and what happens is I feel really good for like an hour 
You have you have a chemist. I have right? I have all these like creative ideas. Mm. I practiced my guitar. I um I think wow, what if I did this? And then that hour goes by, and then suddenly I feel terrible, and that lasts for about six hours <laughs> until I take the edge off at about <laughs> five p.m. Five p.m. with a martini, two olives, vodka, no vermouth, vermouth, zero vermouth. Yeah, that I used to t- drink my martinis like that too. Vermouth is like disgusting to me. Yeah. The t- shouldn't be in a drink yeah i use it for cooking really people put like sweet wine and stuff that's like like, some forest stuff to do i don't want to talk about him okay (laughs) let's keep this interesting (laughs) okay i was worried about Um, like you know like friends that we might have in common coming up because you have patrons that that don't know our friends well forest is our weird friend who like cooks with he with random ingredients that don't really go together but um right i don't even know that about him but (laughs) well anyways forrest if you're listening um hold the vermouth (laughs) uh so at 5 p.m you uh take the edge off yeah um sometimes 4 (laughs) p.m today it was 4 p.m but but it it's a saturday and it's quarantine Mm -hmm. memorial day weekend So that is a good way to justify drinking at 4 p.m. Yeah. It was really crazy. It was really cool, actually. We were both looking at the clock, waiting for it to be exactly 4 p.m. Yeah, I I got a text from Al at about 3 p.m. that was like, I'm in Home Depot Heights, which is her way of saying, let me in. Yeah. And I was like, okay, but only if I get to drink around you. That's the, (laughs) that's the, that's the deal yeah louis drinking and i'm not just for clarification yeah al is sober and i'm not and i i want to know am i the first non-sober paris was on your podcast wasn't he yes he was but he was doing sober january okay (laughs) am i the first drunk person to be on your podcast you're the first person drinking while on the podcast we're really staring into the abyss today aren't we yes we are really looking well like i said i had to um fulfill this like craving i had to Mm -hmm. i need i needed my fix do you think my breath is alcoholic enough to get you a little bit buzzed right now i'm worried about it um we could put our masks back on if you want (laughs) (laughs) uh we oh for the record we are also six feet away from each other so don't even worry about that i don't know i feel like a six foot tall person would not be able to fit in between maybe like a five four person yeah, we're five foot four <laughs> inches away from each other right now. Yeah. So, so you take the edge off. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, this is the first time I've had uh, someone drinking on the podcast. Uh, but you know what? I'm not going to tell them what to do. I'm not going to tell anybody what to do. You can live your lives in fear. Well, you know, look, you're, you I love your that your podcast is helping people. And I love that, like, you know, people are, you know, listening to it because they want to be sober, too, or they are sober and they want to relate. But I and don't want it to be just what's more relatable. People. What's what's more relatable than, you know, being around people that continue to drink? You know, isn't that part of your life, too? It's a major part of my life. All of my friends drink, yeah. whether they've, like, acknowledged being an alcoholic or not. I mean, I can't just, like... St- stay inside at at like and avoid all places with alcohol forever because it's everywhere you know yeah especially now that bars have reopened and like people are walking around on the streets yeah can't even walk on the sidewalk without confronting it wow i haven't been out since they reopened bars i did a little hop around the other day with my buddy and it was fun that sounds fun yeah it was fine but look i was a little bit hungover today and didn't feel good (laughs) Made me wish I was sober yesterday. Mm-hmm. But now... That's how yesterday works. That is how yesterday works. And now it's today. Yeah. Aujourd'hui. What? Isn't that... Wait, today. <laughs> Soup de jour. I used de to jour. take French. Yeah, that's of the day. 15 years. <laughs> okay, soup du jour. Today. Um, <laughs> Aujourd'hui. Okay. Uh, merci, Louis. For the en français, mm-hmm. um, Denada. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know what to say to your. We mother. were talking about taking yeah. the edge off. Uh, taking the edge off. I don't know. So what I like to do is I like to have a drink and then I take a picture of the martini right before I drink it. Mm-hmm. Um, usually in like good light, you know, and like, it's like nice little picture and then I post it. 
Mm-hmm. To Instagram, I don't have like a big following like the rest of your. You deserve podcasties. you deserve a big following though because they are, like they're really good photos of martinis. Oh, okay. Um, they're all different, all unique, and they're all very beautiful. And the composition, yeah. You know what's thoughtful. nice about it is is not only do I get to drink a martini, but I get to enjoy the likes flowing in as I drink oh, it. We so you love sort of, that so too. which is another form of you know addiction mm-hmm. and you know pleasure and tension and release when you post a photo to social media Ooh, and you watch the likes rolling. flow in like yep. like waves lapping against oh, the beach. Oh, it feels so know? good, and it feels good. So I kind of like <laughs> I call it like gilding my lilies. You know what I mean? That's that's where you. It's an old phrase, but basically... I've never heard that phrase. Well, you know how like sometimes people like to wrap a belt around their neck uh, and and then while they jerk off and then yes, when, when they come, they, they, they have the, what it is, autoerotic asphyxiation at the same time. And right. It heightens the experience. Yes. Well, when I have a martini, I heighten the experience by posting a picture of it to Instagram. So not only do I get take the edge off, mm. but I also um, enjoy the likes coming in as I do it. Wow. You know so what I mean? So it's like a double... Yeah. Um, Can you imagine what it would be like if I made the martini, made a sandwich, uh, posted the picture, uh-huh. wrapped the belt around my neck? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. this is what gilding your lilies is. Um, that is excess. I'm being depraved. Oh. Not depraved. Um, yeah, depraved. Well, and, yeah. It's de- and, this and, is depraved And then watch, letting the likes flow in as I get buzzed from my martini and, and you're just choking sort of like, and, and that lasts for and... you know a solid 30 minutes and it's just like so wow. what wow and then... nothing like it <laughs> cool really, yeah so you'd, after you'd the be 30... chasing that dragon for the rest of your life when you post a really good picture you know oh yeah tell me about it mm-hmm. yeah the dragon of going viral it bothers me that like man i'll like post an hour of music that I've spent the last 20 years making, you know, like to Instagram, be like, Hey everyone, listen to some songs I made and it'll be, get like 20 likes and then I'll post like a fucking martini and I'll get like 50 likes. Yeah. It's funny how things work like that. You just don't, it just doesn't, there's no payoff. I think maybe it's just hard to like promote things that that we need like a better platform to like, I don't really promote my podcast on Instagram. I don't think you should be able to share anything with anyone unless you've spent your whole life making it. Yeah. I mean, no. I'm just kidding. I, Insta- I, I don't even know. Yeah. Instagram is, uh, can we edit this part? No. Okay. Staying in. All right. Um, so what happens after, mm-hmm. um, the 30 minutes of that is over. Like what happens after your martini? Once the edge is off, do you keep, the do like you continue? Do you continue to the like slow off? down? And then, and then I get a like here and there, mm, mm-hmm. you know, like as the night goes yeah, on yeah. and I wonder, was this person not on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of us, like all day, you know, it's like, Oh wow. Why, why am I getting to like 12 hours after I posted something? Like it's probably the algorithm, but is it possible that someone wasn't on Instagram for 12 hours and then saw yeah. the martini and it was like, unlikely double tap. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Or did you see it initially? And you're like, fuck that guy with his stupid martini pick again. I don't think I've ever Fine, seen. I don't like it. Your martini picks and not liked it. It's like an automatic. It's like muscle yeah, some memory people, now. Some people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. I mean, I do appreciate like every, every image of martinis that you post. Thank you. Because I long for it. But then I remember how you're going to feel the following day. Well, by removing it from its, you know, normal context right. of, of drinking and I can it appreciate more a, it. Yeah, there's an aesthetic quality to the martini that has nothing to do with drinking it. Maybe. Absolutely. Like the glass is the martini glass is not functional at all. You can't like carry it around. I wouldn't say it not functional at I all. I mean you you it's it's currently serving its function. Right. It's fine. holding liquid, but yeah. you but like how hard is it for you to like take a sip of that and not spill it compared to like a cough my my tea mug here. That's a good point, but I also, you know, are you gonna like like walk across the room confidently? <laughs> it's nice to that? Al. It's nice to pinch something when you're drinking it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's nice to like hold. 
it's nice to have my index finger and my thumb nice and close to each other when I'm like grabbing the stem and like lifting it to my mouth and like doing that. I feel kind of gay, you know, it makes, yeah, me, feel it makes gay. me feel gay. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's fine. Well, that's something I wanted to talk to you about. Not, not gay. Um, do you, I feel like you definitely romanticize the drinking, the taking the edge off the yeah. martini glass. It's aesthetically sure. a lovely thing mm-hmm. to look at. Um, do you, so do you think that drinking is like a romantic, like cool thing? Yeah. But like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I guess it's sort of like, it's a, it's one of these things. It's like, it's like a a small death. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, or like a cigarette, you know, or whatever it is. It's like a small death. And, and it's, if I can just die a little bit every day, then I can you know, deal with, you know, ultimately dying. Wow. That's really beautiful. Actually. I wish I had that relationship with alcohol. Yeah. I don't know. It's not about losing my mind, but it's about sort of like, you know, it's like this little, like let go. Mm-hmm. I get to let go for like a minute. Yeah. It's helps me let go. It takes the edge off. Yeah. And you can stop after you've taken the edge off eh, a couple times. I mean, like <laughs> I had like a couple martinis and then if there's beer around, like, it's difficult yeah. not to drink it. But yeah. like, yeah, I'm not someone who drinks to excess um, because I'm also someone who you're a teacher. Well, I'm a teacher, but even on the weekends, you know, it's like I, I my anxiety is bad and, and um, my sense of doom really, really rides high when I when I'm hungover. And but, yeah, um, I talked about that with not, Glenn. It's not worth it. You know, it's the just, doom you feel when you're hungover. Not only really that, bad. but I just feel so good when I don't drink. You know? I know. What and about that? And, yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so cool, right? Well, I'm just trying to strike the balance. Yeah, yeah. Um, but l- again, because this is a podcast about being sober, I, I want mean, to recognize that, not, that striking the balance is not something that everyone's capable of doing. Yeah, I'm not. I know I am not. I And it's really difficult when you start drinking at four, too, even for people that aren't alcoholics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your our friends will be joining you soon. You think so? Absolutely. On what what friends? This we're in it's, I mean, our friends This is the new in normal the internet. Word. Oh, the internet. Yeah. In the in the computer. Sure. I don't like that either. I really don't. Uh, we're still quarantined. Screen fatigue. It's May 23rd, 2020. Mm-hmm. Still virus zone uh-huh. have not approached level one yet i actually think we are approaching it or phase one i don't know let's not talk about let's it. not talk about it um wait what are you doing here <laughs> um we've been properly quarantined and also we're still social distancing by five foot four inches that's true and um yeah let's and also i had the virus already so it's all good yeah and i think i did too Hey, now that I'm on like in like a public <laughs> forum, can I just like boast a little bit? Yes, you. Yes, please. I was the first person to have the coronavirus. I'm mm-hmm. like, it, what is it? Typhoid Mary. Yes. I'm COVID Louie. <laughs> and I've been and I and I I was I brought it to um, this particular group of people. You sure did. And um, I may be still spreading it and and be immune to it myself, but have the pathogens and. Because I certainly tested negative on my antibody test, and not to scare you out, but oh wow, really? Yeah. So you didn't have it? No, no, I had it, but I didn't produce you didn't antibodies. Didn't get any antibodies? Yeah, I just That's... be carrying that. I just be carrying this, <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 spreading it, and be and I'm fine with it because my body is you're, like you're not gonna get sick and die. Yeah, I mean, look, I can recommend a martini or two a night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's definitely oh. part of it. A lot of garlic in my diet. Oh yeah, garlic is good. Lemon, um, cleansing the yeah, the insides. Did you say lemon? Yeah, lemon. I feel I feel like lemon is like bleaching your insides or something. Yeah, I mean it's sometimes it's a little bit uncomfortable to eat alone. Uh, yeah, it is. I like rub it on my face to bleach my skin though too. It's good when you're cooking fish. It is good with fish. Has there ever been a fish recipe with without lemon in it? <laughs> Always like, and then put some lemon on it. Yeah, that's true. It is good with fish. I used to take my martini with um, a twist, which means... Is there something about fish that that's like... <laughs> 
it means lemon that like it's like it's like what Fish about sticks you have with tartar sauce like like it's like the lemon just goes well with all types of fish you know not lobster what 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 are the chefs trying to say fish not good enough on its own you know what you don't put fish lemon is on good enough on its own tuna, tuna fish salad you put mayo on that. Yeah, it's just mayonnaise, maybe a little pepper. My mom used to put celery on it. Pissed oh, me off. I love when there's. <laughs> but like, what are these crunchies doing in here? I was a purist. I love the crunchies. Get these bits out of my tuna. <laughs> but like the, but like lemon on all the pan-fried grilled fish. You know, it's just like a little lemon. Oh yeah, they put like the full slices yeah. on the lemon when you bake it. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it's more of an aesthetic thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, it would look good next to a martini glass. Look, this is your podcast, and I don't mean to like steer it in any direction or anything. But we're but you want to talk about sobriety? If you want to, yeah, we can talk about whatever you want. I, don't know, I just feel like you have patrons that are probably interested in hearing about what it's like to be around someone who's drinking. Oh, um, okay, I'll talk about that right now. So Louis is drinking. He's almost done with his martini. Um, Second martini. It was your second. Yeah, remember when I had the other one an hour ago? Oh, no, no, I don't. But all right, so he's about to finish his second martini. Um, after martini one, he agreed to do the podcast, so that was cool. Martini two, he is, you know, letting it rip on the podcast. I mean, that's gracious of you to say, but I wanted to do the podcast. Oh, you did? Yeah. Are you just saying that because you're drunk? No, I've, I've, I'm saying it because it's true. I mean, you know how drunk people can just say whatever. That's a thing that drunk people do. <laughs> I saw a really funny thing on Twitter today. Of, of It's like a drunk man's uh, words are a sober man's thoughts. And it was, I think mm-hmm. Jamie posted this. And, and it was like this guy at a bar. He was just like, no, like in his home listening to uh, Country Road. You know that song? Yes. Just like su- quietly listening to it. And then it cuts to him in a bar listening to it drunk. And he's like, this song isn't even about West Virginia. It's about West, the Western part of Virginia. <laughs> I don't know. You got to be, you had to be there. <laughs> yeah, we can, yeah. we can, we can remove this part from the I feel like right now this is when we should play the song. Yeah, maybe. Almost heaven, West Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads, take me home to the place. Yeah, when were you going to bring up the fact that I wrote your theme song? Oh, my God. Wow. So that was just um, Country Road. Um, but I, I guess I should say. It's about Western Virginia. It's yeah, about the West, West part of it's Virginia. The, yeah, not West Virginia. Not West Virginia. Western Virginia. Which is wild and wonderful, West Virginia. Really? It's their tagline. Is that right? Yes, it is. I, like it's shaped like a tumor. Okay, anyway, Louie wrote <laughs> and, um, and... It's like the least, it's, it's, the, it's the ugliest shape state. I think New York is kind of gross. No, 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 I like New York. Okay. We know what's up there. It's a lake. Yeah, true. But West Virginia, what, what's its excuse for being a little, having a little dongle at the, you know? And like Does it have a dongle? It literally looks like a tumor with a little dongle All right, at the okay. Louis wrote, Louis wrote my theme song. So thank you for that, Louis. Yeah. He's very talented. Um, I think he nailed the <laughs> the um mood of the pod. What are you laughing at? How ugly West Virginia is. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so what it's like to hang out with a drunk person while sober. Uh-huh. I mean, it's 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 wait, normal. Wait, wait, wait. Is the ugliness of West Virginia not interesting to you? I kind of can't uh visualize what it looks like on a map right now. Okay, I feel like I'm West Virginia right now, and you're one of them square states, yeah, like Arizona. Arizona. 
What are the other square states? Well, Colorado's pretty squarish. And then there's New Mexico. Yeah, that's another what's, square. What's the fourth? That's the corner. The ones with the corners. Nevada yeah. has a corner up, up in there. Yeah. So I'm like one of those nice square states and you're West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of... Because I've taken the edge off. Exactly. And I keep my edge on well i i take the edge off different ways like right now podcasting is me taking the edge off because like i said before i'm addicted to the podcasting but i mean i find i i take the edge off in other ways like you made me this tea thank you so much have you had any of it yet no i haven't it's, I'm always afraid it's not gonna be my, uh I'm always, okay, let me try. close to warm now okay oh it's Oh, it's good. Yeah, it tastes like something that does something to you. Uh, yeah, it kind of tastes like licorice, so mm-hmm. which is gross. So yeah, it's I hate not, licorice. It's what it tastes like. You get used to it. Yeah. Um, so being sober around a drunk person, I kind of uh, maintain my composure uh, because Louis has just taken the edge off. So he's just like cool and like saying whatever. About the, <laughs> but nonetheless, funny as always. Like I can, I tolerate being around um, drunk people because they don't r- really change that much until they're really drunk, and that's when it's time for me to leave because it, being around really drunk people is obnoxious. It's, sure, it's crazy. Yeah, like I- <laughs> the glassy eyes don't hear anything that you say. Uh, just like yelling a sentence that you yelled like two minutes ago and didn't mm-hmm. think anyone heard you yeah. <laughs> and like thinking that certain things are good ideas to do like west virginia <laughs> yeah like that mountain mama <laughs> exactly take me home <laughs> country road um but it's even that that song reminds me of like it reminds me of Doc Holidays, which is where I used to go very often during the day. And then they would have a great happy hour special. But um, it's so like 5 p.m., 5 o'clock somewhere, another another like thing and country song. Mm-hmm. But it's it's wild how it's called happy hour. Sure. You know, genius branding. It really is. Mm-hmm. That's when people are happy. Like, mm-hmm. what does that say about us as people? We get one hour. Happy hours when you're not drink or it's when you're not working. Yeah. And you can take the edge off. Yeah. As and opposed be happy. To, as opposed to the hour afterwards, which is like. Yeah. What happens after happy hour? I don't know. Generally, people like despair. me get kind of muted and mm-hmm. just kind of like sit there and, and, and jellyfish as i like to say mm, jellyfish just yeah. acquiesce you know let let wind blow you around flow th- float through yeah. life yeah there's this nice moment at happy hour where you you drink and you have a little bit of control over what you can do and and and, and you feel like you can do anything um and then that ends and you just uh go back to getting blown around by whatever you know blows you well i'll tell you what happens to me after happy hour yeah while i'm sober so after happy hour i still have like um i'm still coherent and i'm still in control of what i can think and do have you been drinking during happy hour no of course not but i'm just telling you this is how i feel so with all of that time after happy hour Mm -hmm. i use it um to do things i like like my i We'll do ballet or I'll read or I'll work on whatever I'm writing and I'll, you know, do stuff, uh-huh. um, do things I enjoy. I'll do some arts and crafts, you know, it because when you're sober, you have to find other ways to take the edge off and things to do. And you have like 90 percent of the population taking it easy in that moment. So like if this is a race. Mm-hmm. Like, which is a, like the rat not, race it's not which it which it's not but if it is <laughs> it you know between 5 and 2 a.m mm-hmm. you're you know you're 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 moving forward and everyone else is moving absolutely backwards, right? unfortunately so. that's the schedule i'm on right now mm-hmm. sleeping my sleep is 6 p 6 a.m to 2 p.m disgusting 
I don't know what to do to fix it. Can I ask you a question? You may. Um, the money that you've saved mm-hmm. by being sober. Oh, um, at first I thought I was saving a ton because I have an app um, that tells me how much I save because I averaged it to I was spending $30 a night every every single night on alcohol. That's not that much. I yeah, That's like but, two martinis. Yeah. Well, it was I was like getting them for free. Yeah, that was um it was I I mean, it's like six rolling rocks. But you don't drink beer. No. Vodka sodas I would drink and but I'd drink like 10 of them. But some days I don't know. Honestly, it was more like $50, let's be mm-hmm. real. Right. So I saved I was looking at all the money I saved on my Rolling app. rocks. I, yeah, I don't drink. Who? <laughs> <laughs> That's like maybe what, what my worst, dad drinks. Maybe the worst beer in the world. My dad like <laughs> lo- loves that stuff. I love my dad. Yo, Rolling Rock is so bad. It's the worst. It's like, you pay me to drink it. Wow. All right. And that's your opinion on that. Yep. Uh, so the money I've saved. So I, West I Virginia was, is shaped like Rolling Rock tastes, is what I'll say. Thank okay. you, Louie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the money with the money that I, I've saved from not drinking, I have spent on, you know, like juice or yeah, like, like juice is more expensive than alcohol. It's fucked up. But actually thinking about it, alcohol is so much cheaper than juice. No, 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 no. It is. It is. Like a like a juice is $8 and a happy hour drink is what, like se- 7 A juice is $8. Yeah. What juice? That's like, like a cheap juice. Like like a fresh squeezed orange juice yeah. from like a restaurant? No, from Yeah, like fresh juice, not from concentrate. Yeah. Oh, I disagree. Yeah. Where can you find... If I would love to know where you can find cheaper juice. Costco? Buy it in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> you can get like mad juice at Costco. You know, there's a whole. I don't think they have fresh squeezed. Well, okay. anyway, all so right. you so you buy a bunch of. I bought a bunch of bullshit like mm-hmm. with all the like collagen peptides in it and like the things, um, the like marine like algae and well, stuff. Well, yeah, if you're gonna buy juice with algae in it and yeah. shit that makes your skin less wrinkly then it's going to cost as much as alcohol okay, yeah exactly so that's what you're talking about okay but yeah so i basically i mean i could have saved the money but i needed to fill the void somehow and also i think i'm addicted to shopping so my online shopping became pretty bad. what's that about i don't know i was talking to borna last night and i was like if i had to choose between shopping mm-hmm. and hot guys i really wouldn't know what to choose yeah i mean like when, i love hot guys you know that yeah right sure hot guys but like shopping but shopping beats beats them out yeah no i know is that your I, little death when you like release ooh, when when you when you when i click when i click when you buy like out. a watch for a thousand dollars like patrons you may not know al has like a fetish for watches right now i I haven't bought a watch in a while which is the most ridiculous thing in the world if you think about it it's like all yeah sure they're cool look no i'm like you know whatever look well we buy all sorts of things that we don't need but like (laughs) if ever we didn't need to know what time it was it's now that is that is true but i like knowing what time it is yeah i like wearing a watch it's It's a piece of jewelry it is timeless actually ironically oh my god funny i didn't even mean to do that don't you think oh my god alanis oh the new fiona apple came out during quarantine i thought I it was a good time yeah what did you think oh, love it can i give my take sure i think she wrote a perfect song like what 20 years ago criminal mm-hmm. and she's still riding that song and it's just like no, a, this yeah. album's was so different. Yeah, everyone, everyone hears her voice and goes back to that. Mm-mm, you know, listening not even. to that criminal song. Oh my god, the Criminal's lyrics, a perfect song. I mean, criminal's really good. No, and look, I liked the other like, oh sailor, why'd you do? I love that that 
album you know like and and like red 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 cool song but like fiona apple had a perfect song with criminal and she's just riding her own damn coattails uh, because I this think, new album's got nothing on it <laughs> no i think this album is its own special piece which is also perfect yeah and she had the shittiest boyfriend and i just like so relate who paul, I don't know. Tom- paul thomas anderson is that who her boyfriend was? No. I don't know. When it, Just like all of the songs remind me about how I feel about my, ex, my ex-boyfriend, who is a piece of shit, too. But um, what were we talking about before, Fiona? Watches and Watches, spending money spending and shopping. Money and shopping. Addiction. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that, wow, yeah, my little death. Yeah, your little death is shopping. Yeah. You like to like let the money go. As if yeah, it, like I, like it's blood emptying out of your out your veins. Something really bad happened yesterday. Actually, I found out about mm-hmm. the stock market, which <laughs> could become very problematic. Yeah, you discovered the stock market. Yeah, like as in like I put money into the stock market. That's just gambling, though. It's I know, which is just as bad as like drinking or any other vice. It's yeah. addictive, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can like. Go Can I just say that like broke. your shopping addiction is much more poetic than your stock market addiction? It's off brand for me. Yes. All right. So I'm gonna pull all my money. Yeah, out. and the stock market is not gonna give you any sort of joy. Yeah, it I really just won't. like watching. You just want another website to go to after Instagram and Twitter. You're <laughs> right. I yeah. like the app. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm more of a dove than a bull. Dove, like. Wait, a dove is like a, a like a, a war metaphor, and a bull is a yeah a, mixing, a market metaphor. I'm mixing the two. You have mixed them. Uh, yes. <laughs> You're more of a bear. No, I don't. I didn't want. Or a I, hawk. I would have said bear, <laughs> but I chose dove. Um. Let's just as a reminder, I'm the one who's had two martinis. <laughs> yeah, this is just <laughs> me. Um, yeah, so, okay, stock market, off-brand, shopping, mm-hmm. uh, we can romanticize that, chalk it up to being, like, a cool, cute addiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like drinking. Yeah, we love shopping. Yeah, I know, and, but know, it's also a problem, a huge problem. Well, look, look, we're, all we are, you know, economic subjects in this stupid world, yeah, and, and, and if you, when you shop, you exercise your role as such you know and it feels good to be a part of the community and the world and society and that's what you do when you shop otherwise you're just unseen right it's just like you know i want to be seen and the only way to be seen is to buy stuff or you could get a podcast uh well how many patrons you got Mm, because when you buy something online like 800 people like toast to each other literally that's oh, like you wow, know what yeah. I mean? they're making the money it's like you buy like a watch or whatever on some on some website and like no, i don't buy watches are like i don't buy watches on i only get from the diamond district mm. only and god i think about the so before quarantine i had just found out about the diamond district mm-hmm. and i was going there like every day for like a week straight and then like everything shut down which is probably a good thing because that was about to become a problem Watches, mm-hmm. diamonds, yeah. sapphires, yeah, tennis bracelet. I it was it was becoming an issue. So, I mean, that is pretty glamorous, though. Sure, rocks, mm-hmm. rocks. Um, but I do think that there is kind of a problem with romanticizing these like gluttonous, um, potentially dangerous behaviors. Um, and it's good that we acknowledge it. I guess. Well, what is it? The is it the romance that you're into, or is it the actual behavior? You know. Well, you are the one who just said that shopping was like more on brand for me. Yeah. Than the stock market. <laughs> yeah, I invested in like all the major oil uh, corporations and the craft brew alliance the stock market is like the philosophy around shopping you know what i mean and it's like and shopping oh, yeah and shopping makes, is like the actual connected. like thing that people do and al you are of the shopper you're the salt of the earth and you are a shopper you get the hell out of the stock market yeah uh, it's dumb 
stock market is just it's stupid reminder to shop Meta shopping shop locally everyone support mm. your community mm-hmm. um yeah uh so the money that i haven't saved any money because i found other places to put it gotcha. for it to go away forever interesting and um now this is the first time that i've like not had any money um and it's been kind of um what's the word i've i've felt a little more free and lighter because i like i have to make do with what i have mm-hmm. and be resourceful and it's kind of nice it's a i love a challenge and I mean, I don't want to live like this forever, but it's been kind of cool to like not work or like, I don't know, or throw away money like so frivolously. It's it's uh, well, I did that with the stock market, but I'm going to pull out. I'm going to pull out. That's what he he said. I I was waiting. I gave you that opening. I thought you were going to bring up the wrapping my the, the, the belt around the neck thing? Yeah, that thing. The joke has been made. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But, so... Do Khaki did, King's children listen to this? No, they do not. Okay, good. No, they do not. The hammer-on queen of... Sorry, the queen of hammer-ons? What? Never mind. The, okay, Real heads know. Drunkness coming out. No, 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 no. Khaki King is like famous for hammer-ons. Like it's like a oh. guitar technique. Oh. You know, you like the I didn't know that. You, you you use the you tap the strings instead of strum them. Oh, really? That's like she's your really thing? good at that. It's like very percussive. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've what heard. She does. Her, I've heard her play before. She's the queen of hammer-ons. I gotta get her on the pod. I even paid like rent three months in advance because I want her on the pod. Wow. Wait, three, you paid for like I, September you, already? Yeah, I'm telling you, I used to have money. Now I don't anymore. Mm. Yeah, so it okay. sucks. Yeah. I guess that's a that's a weight lifted off of me though. The Not having that, money anymore. Well, the fact that I paid rent. Because that's my that's my theory is that you love shopping because it's a, to 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 it's like shed, blood it's like bloodletting it's like bloodletting blood you know letting. it's like it's like getting that money out of your yeah I get it I mean it's like money it is toxic yeah money's disgusting yeah well look my like my whole thing is like my philosophy is that in hell world only a demon can thrive you know what i'm saying and the more money you have the more demonic you are it's true so it's nice it's like holy to buy things because you're like you're 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 relieving yourself of this money for an actual object which is closer to god than the money will ever be Oh my God, Louie, that is good stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm editing that to right to the right to the start of the podcast. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Really we're going to start with that, and then the theme song that I wrote comes in. Okay, sounds good. Um, <laughs> the, Louis wrote my theme song. Um, yeah, I'll ask some more questions. I'm he also steam. he also just came out with a new album. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the songs is "Everything Is Porn," and I was kind of thinking how like everything is porn, so like everything can be romanticized, like a martini glass or like the shopping. And what do you mean by "everything is porn"? Well, I think like I don't know if if I'm gonna like try to figure out what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. which I'm not so sure about, but okay. like, like, I guess it's like, well, look, everything is a commodity and everything. Is, like, like for the first half of my life, I was like, well, everything's just about getting fucked, you know, and like trying to get people to fuck you. You know, it's all about sex. It's all really? about reproduction and like, you know, all that stuff, you know, and like, you know, it's all about like being hot. Right. And, and, and being attractive and being someone that someone wants in their life or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Wow. I didn't know you. And then I was like, well, maybe it's more about like, you know, the other thing, maybe it's more about like, you know, making money and, and being, and being someone that, you know, that, that is a, you know, productive in that sense. And then I was like, well, what if you combine the two? What does that mean? Oh, that's pornography. Wow. And I was like, well, that's what everything really is, is uh, the combination of those two things. Louie, I'm so glad I asked that question and you got to answer it. Because it's beautiful explanation. Really? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. It's good. But also uh, that song is a bunch of gibberish. I really, yeah, it is. But I like it. It's nice. Um, 
Anyway, everyone should listen to Louis's new album. What is it called again? I know, I know, I'm sorry. Oh, it's called Truer Words. Truer Truer Words. Which doesn't is? really roll off the tongue. Well, you know, I just, I just, I just wanted to be hammy about it. You know, it's like the album's got like strings and stuff on it. And I just wanted to be like as hammy as possible with the title. So I was like, Ooh, truer words, you know, like, it's just hammy and ridiculous. And that's kind of me. I'll put the link to his sound. Oh, you can find him on Spotify too. Links will be provided. Um, yeah, so taking the edge off. Honestly, I'm so happy about this fix. And we're going to do the thing that you might be really into, which is ending the podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, let me let me tie the belt around my neck. Yeah, yeah. So how are you, so how are you feeling? We're about to end the pod. Well, I feel like this might be the last time I'm ever on a podcast. So I just want to make sure I've said my piece. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say, Lou? Well, I just think that DreamWorks should make a movie called A Snail's Tale about snails and um it's my idea and it's really beautiful because every everything that's close to the snail is like moving around like normal stuff but everything that's like in the background looks like like kind of like a rothko but like moving you know because it's so far away it's moving so quickly from their perspective and it's gonna be really beautiful you know what i mean like like the snails look like dumb stupid cartoon snails but the backgrounds are like orange moving around turn to yellow turn to red because that's how snails see the world. You know, it's like everything moves too quickly for them to actually, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I just think it's going to be a really beautiful DreamWorks production. And I just want to have it on record that this was my idea because like, duh, guys, make it happen. Do you have anything else to say? Does it? You sure? Yeah. I mean, look, I, yeah, that's it. That's, Are that's, you sure? Let's look, I'm, I'm going to, hopefully i'll be on some other podcasts i'll say i'll save my like you know other ideas for those a snail's tail louis idea you know what i'm saying this is proof yeah let it be known depending on how far away objects are from the snails they move quicker yes because snails are slow yes got it okay louis thank you so much for being on this uh i also think that pixar dreamworks should do a movie about the walled city of kowloon you know, where it's like a couple, like a boy and a girl that are orphans and they're just like swinging around. And you know about the walled city of Kowloon? No. Oh, it's this incredible, like, like really the most densely populated community of all time. It was like, like a bunch of people living in this tiny little like block, mm-hmm. like, like thousands and thousands of people that lived on top of each other. Yeah. Very like water world. Wow. Look it up. It's real. Yeah. I just think that Pixar should do like a, oh, yes. a, a, a computer animated version like of that story, you know, it's just like a like a boy and a girl who are orphans and they like deliver food to people and they, you know, the, the mischief they get into. And I just think it would be really cool. It's like Wally meets mm. the jungle book. Wow. You know, something like that. They should do that. Meets uh spirited away. It's like Wally meets spirited away meets the jungle book. You think DreamWorks should do that too? A hundred percent. I'm like, I would see that movie a thousand times. Yeah. All right. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Yeah, sure thing. Are you sure there's nothing else you want to share? Only that um, I'm I'm really happy for you and that you're um, healthy and safe and doing everything you uh, can to, uh, you know, be happy in this crazy world. Aww. Same to you, Louie. Thanks for having me, Al. Um, okay, thanks for tuning in. It's been another episode of Al Anonymous. And now here's Louie's song. He wrote it. Thank you.
to blue water Dark and dusty Painted on the sky Misty taste of moonshine Teardrop in my eye Country roads Take me home To the place Country roads take me home. 